0: Welcome to Making Fit Work. I'm your host, Nina McGough, certified personal trainer and nutrition coach and busy mom of two. I'm committed to helping you get real results by sharing best practices and life hacks to staying consistent. I also regularly interview other busy professionals who have mastered the ability to juggle it all while staying the course with their health and fitness. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Making Fit Work. I know this is a super busy time of year, so I truly appreciate you checking in, and I'm really grateful for your listening ears. I did want to address the holidays being right around the corner, and just overall how you may or may not be feeling during this time of year. So if you're someone that has been working on living a healthy and fit lifestyle, whether it's been for the last several months or the last several years, you've been seeing some progress, you're happy with what's going on in your life right now, or maybe you're still working on it and trying to figure things out for yourself. The upcoming holidays can be tricky, right? It could have you feeling anxious. I know some people get worried about like, what am I going to do around the holidays? I've got parties to go to and there's going to be so much food and drinks and desserts and You know, how do you manage those emotions around it? How do you indulge without feeling guilty or, you know, whatever it is you're feeling about it? And maybe it's the social aspect of it all that has you feeling stressed, right? Like I know for a long time, for years, that was personally um, what really got to me around the holidays. So I wanted to take this time, real short episode, just to share my three tips for staying healthy and happy Through the holidays. And the first one, the biggest one here, I say this to clients all the time. I've reminded myself of it time and time again. And I'll tell you a quick story too of why this makes so much sense for me. But the biggest tip for me giving you is don't apologize or make excuses for your choices. Okay? I'll say that again. Don't apologize or make excuses for your choices. So let me dive in a little bit more about what I mean by that. Tell you a personal story. So for the longest time, I mean, really years, I've been in the fitness industry for over 13 years now. So anytime holiday, you know, was around or like a birthday party or a wedding or a big family celebration I felt this like pressure for a long time to watch what I was putting on my plate or choosing my food wisely because other people would be paying attention and making comments about my food. Like, oh, look at you. You're so good. Oh, that's why you're in good shape. Good for you. Oh, uh, I wish I had that type of willpower, you know, like kind of just allowing people's comments about whatever i chose right whether it was desserts or cocktails or food or whatever to make me feel a certain way and i felt really stressed about that right like instead of just choosing the food i wanted to choose i was like ooh maybe i should only have this or only have a little bit of that and then if i didn't do that like if i i did choose you know whatever i was feeling i felt this need like explain to people right like i felt this need to like have an excuse like oh well um i taught two group fitness classes this morning that's why my plate is so full or you know if i was grabbing dessert and somebody would be like oh look at nina going for a slice of cheesecake i'd be like oh well i read a 5k this morning you know i always Felt like I had to have this reason or excuse for whatever was on my plate, whether it was too little, too much, or I was always thinking about what everybody else was thinking about my plate, right? And I think when you are working on yourself, when you're, whether you're on a diet or you're trying to dial in your nutrition or just make overall healthier choices, you worry about what other people are going to think. Right. And you worry and second guess your own choices. So then you communicate that out loud. Well, I'm going to have this because I worked out, or, you know, I really shouldn't, but I've been so good lately. I'm going to indulge here. And I'm going to tell you right now, that is such a mind game. You are messing with yourself by doing that. You might not realize it, but don't apologize or make excuses. For what's on your plate, you don't need to explain to anybody your food choices, okay? No matter how little or how much is on your plate, you don't need an excuse for it. So, whether you are deciding to not indulge and stick with, you know, smaller portions, proteins, veggies, whatever feels good to you, you don't have to explain to anybody. You don't have to say, oh, well, I'm on a diet, or I'm trying to lose a little bit of weight, or I'm in this uh, maintain not gain challenge. You don't need to tell anybody why you're choosing to do what you do. Okay. And I think that's really important for me personally. Once I let go of that, and I brushed off people's comments, and trust me, in a big Portuguese family, the comments come whether there's a little bit of food on my plate, a lot of food on my plate, whether I'm reaching for a dessert, I hear it. And it took a long time for me to get okay with just going, yeah, or thanks, or just ignoring it and smiling, right? Because truly, you don't need to have a comeback. I'll never forget one time I was at a wedding. Oh, God, this was was my cousin's wedding. It was my first outing after my second child okay so my whole family was there first time out ever it was god maybe a few months old right so i went to the bar this was like the first time i was going to have like an alcoholic beverage like i had family there my mom was holding the baby my oldest was like running around and i ordered a beer and if you know me personally i'm actually i'm not a huge wine drinker uh, maybe for dinner, I'll have a glass of wine here and there. Honestly, makes me kind of sleepy, if I'm being completely honest. So I'm mostly a beer drinker if I am going to have alcohol. And I ordered a beer, and one of my relatives like whipped around real quick and was like, really a beer from like the fitness pro? And I was so embarrassed. I was like, uh... And I felt myself immediately feel like I needed to make an excuse. Like I needed to tell him why I was ordering this beer and why it was okay. And it was honestly, from that moment on, my youngest is six. So that was about six years ago that I was like, "F this. Like, I'm not doing this anymore. I am not making excuses. I don't have to explain to anybody why I choose What I'm choosing, whether it's drinks, food, whatever, why I exercise regularly, I don't need to explain that to anybody and neither do you. So get comfortable with if someone does say something about your food, whether it's how little, how much is on your plate, you just smile and say thank you or whatever it is. You just smile. You don't need to have an excuse. Okay, so that's my number one tip. Clearly, I feel really passionate about that. My second tip is think about how you want to feel. I know sometimes it can get tempting. There's lots of different foods around. Everything's being passed around. People are pushing food in your face. But think about how you want to feel, right? So I think sometimes when we are around food that we wouldn't eat normally, we feel like there's this obligation to eat it. Right? Like, oh, well, it's only Thanksgiving or it's only Christmas. And it's like, yes, but if you remember that nothing is off the table for you, you can truly have that food, that cocktail, that dessert, whatever it is, anytime you want. So think about how you want to feel. Do you want to feel happy when you're on your way home that evening? Do you want to feel light? Do you want to feel energetic? or do you want to feel bogged down low energy tired bloated think about how the foods that you would choose at the holidays are going to make you feel at the end of the day right how do you want to feel i listened to this podcast once i believe it was at the time it was called leveling up with natalie jill Uh, she's been in the fitness industry forever I've followed her since I was younger, and she had this guest on. I wish I could remember her name. And then she was talking, and I really loved what she said. She was saying how that when she goes out to eat with her girlfriends, you know, they go out to eat, they have some cocktails, whatever, and her girlfriend once turned to her and said, you know, I'm going to say Lisa, because I can't remember the name of the guest. Lisa, what is it about like you and how you when we go out to eat, you always seem to feel so good by the end of the night. And the woman's response was, I choose foods that make me feel happy. I choose foods that make me feel happy. And I thought that was so interesting, because I think sometimes when we're around food, we don't normally eat, we feel this like, oh, I should have it. Rather than thinking about how is having that going to make me feel? Right? Like, is that going to sit well with me? (laughs) Am I going to end up with a tummy ache? How is having that going to make me feel? Am I going to be grateful for it? Am I going to be happy that I indulged in that because it is so delicious? Or am I going to feel run down afterwards? Am I going to feel guilty? You know, how are your food choices going to make you feel? And think about choosing things that are going to make you feel happy. So my last tip is kind of leading into that, and that's to be grateful. And I know that might sound super just like, okay, Nina, everybody's always talking about being grateful. But what I mean by that is, if you choose to indulge in a certain food or dessert, I'm going to use dessert for an example, because I feel like that's kind of what happens a lot through the holidays, right? There's Christmas cookies, there's more desserts than you're used to being around, So if you choose to indulge in a dessert, instead of doing it and having a response of, oh, I shouldn't have eaten that, or, oh, these are so bad, but I'm just gonna have one or two, think about trying to be grateful for that taste, right? So I'm gonna give you another example, something I talk to a lot of my clients about is I listen to this book, by author Pam Grau. It's called E Squared. Nine do-it-yourself energy experiments that prove your thoughts create your reality. Really, really loves this book. God, I listened to it about three years ago, maybe even four. The premise behind the book is that our thoughts create our reality, right? And you know this, right? Think about like one of the examples in the book is you, um, never heard a name before in your life. Then you decide to name your kid that, right? Like this happened with us. We had never heard about the name Lincoln. Uh, we name our kid Lincoln. All of a sudden we go to register him for like daycare and there's like three Lincolns in his class, right? And we're like, what the hell? I had never heard that name before ever. You suddenly become interested in a certain car. You think nobody has it. All of a sudden you start seeing it on the road all the time, right? It's because these things are on your mind. But anyway, one of the experiments in the book, which I just thought to be so fascinating, was the way we speak about our food, right? So I don't remember the exact you know, numbers of how many people were in the study or anything like that, but I definitely recommend you listening to the book yourself or reading it. But essentially, it was a study on people who spoke about their food choices negatively versus positively. Okay, so and you know what that means when I say negative, right? Like I just said, you're reaching for a cupcake and you're going, I really shouldn't. Oh, it's so good, but it's bad for me. And then after going, I shouldn't have had that. Like, I'm so bad. I said I wasn't going to all these negative thoughts around this one food choice, essentially set up the way your body processes and handles that food. Right. So that was kind of the experiment. Whereas if you took the time to say something positive about your food, you would feel and see less of a negative effect. So that would be, for example, having a cupcake and saying, oh, my goodness, this is so delicious. I'm so happy I had that. Oh, this is amazing. Thank you so much for this dessert or offering me this cake it's delicious, or I'm really grateful for it. I'm so happy I had that rather than following it up with a negative comment. So I believe the experiment was for like 30 days. And essentially, it was don't change anything else. No changes in your diet, no adding exercise, just change the way you speak about your food and start to say positive things before or after your food, whether it's out loud or in your head or whatever. And I believe in the book, it was like a 30-day experiment. People changed nothing. And at the end of the 30 days, I can't remember exactly if it was like they lost a pound and a half or like two and a half pounds or something like that. But it was truly by changing nothing other than the way we talk about our food. And I found that to be so fascinating and started doing it myself because like I said, I used to be in the habit of feeling like I needed to make an excuse if I wanted to indulge in a dessert. You know, for example, if I was at a birthday party and somebody offered me cake, I'd be like, oh, just, you know, maybe just a little slice or no, no, I, you know, no, thank you. Just because I felt like I had to. And now instead, if I'm at a holiday party or a birthday party and someone offers me cake and I want to have a piece of cake, then I say, yes, thank you. That looks amazing. And when I have it, I will compliment the cake or I will compliment, uh, you know, the host of the party and say, Oh my God, that was so delicious. Where did you get it? It was really yummy. It was so moist or you know, I love the frosting or whatever, I make a point to say something positive about it, rather than negative about it. And let me tell you, I don't know if it's physically made a difference in my body, right? However, it makes such a mental difference when you approach your food choices, your holiday events with like this positive outlook, this grateful outlook, like, I know sometimes we can feel this negative energy around like, oh, there's going to be so much food and so much drinks. And I think if we can reframe our mindset a little bit to go, wow, I am so grateful to be somewhere where there's this many food choices. right? I am so grateful to be here with all this yummy, delicious food. And if you choose to have it, great. Enjoy it. Be grateful for it. Don't say anything negative about it, right? Like enjoy your food. So let's recap. Don't apologize or make excuses for your choices. Think about how you want to feel and be grateful. Say something positive. So that's what I want you guys to practice. If you've never done that before, I know it sounds so silly, but catch yourself from saying a negative comment the next time you go to fill your plate or reach for a dessert and change that negativity to something positive and see if it doesn't make a difference in how you end your day or night. I hope that's helpful for you guys. As always, I appreciate you tuning in with me. This is the last new episode of the year. We are going to have a best of episode next week and I'm already looking forward to 2022 and hope you are too. Bye, everyone. All right, you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Making Bit Work. If you did, it would mean so much to me if you took a minute to rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. It really does make a difference and would be super helpful to me. Also, if you have any topic suggestions, if there's something in particular you'd love for me to address on this podcast, feel free to shoot me a message. I would absolutely love to hear from you. You can shoot me a DM on Facebook or Instagram and find me at fitwith underscore nina again you can find me at fitwith underscore nina or you can join my private community on facebook called making fit work and drop topic suggestions in there until next time my friends be strong be healthy be happy